Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? It's the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. Well, hey, every- well, hey everybody. Welcome to the Roundtable with me, Robert Bannon. I got so nervous and taken aback for a minute. It's, you know, it's like when you talk to your mother and you get scared, you know, you don't know what to say. Am I in a lie? Am I telling the truth? Should I tell the truth? Is she going to catch me? She, oh, wait, my mother, Rose Antonia Demeglio Bannon, is a good little Italian mother from New Jersey. And while she never took out the wooden spoon or, or hit me with a, a zucchini or something, she could tell when her kids lied. She was no, moms have a sixth sense. And if your mom went to law school, you're done. You're dead. You might as well just pack it in, tell the truth, because they're like a human lie detector. And Monica Samples is here. If you're listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network, I'm excited that you're here. And if you're watching us on the virtual talk show, hey, welcome to the roundtable. We are artists talking about art, and our next guest is not only a mother, is not only went to law school, is not only an author, but she has her own podcast. And you could be, you could get her book, Comeback Moms, and you can listen to her show, Inside the Moms Club. And you know what I want to talk to you about, Monica? I want to talk to you about the things people don't tell moms. Because my sister-in-law and my brother are planning to expand their family. She's going to be a mom. And I always hear from people that people don't tell the truth about what it's like to be a mom. Monica Samuels, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy. you're. What a fascinating story you have. I have done many things. Yes, I was I was an attorney for 14 years. And so, yes, it's difficult to be the child of an attorney. I can it, imagine. Yeah, well, it, it, it rubbed off on him. Now, sadly, it's backing up on us, too, because now he acts like an attorney himself. So <laughs> when he has an issue. He argues with us and he has like three points. And yeah, he never he tries never to lose an argument. Or at least one of my sons is like that. So, yeah, it could be. It's a double edged sword there on, on the on the lawyer front. But, yeah, I've done a lot of different things. Well, I get it. My mom owns a hair salon, and as you can tell, it rubbed off. <laughs> this is what you well, get. <laughs> obviously, had a great hair salon because you look great. Well, let me see. You're you you live in Austin, Texas. I do, which is very hot and popping and very trendy and very very cool spot to be. Oh yeah, oh yeah. My good friend Kristen Capote, who is also a mom, is out there in the outskirts of Austin, and when she shows me her house, see here in New Jersey, you could live in a shoebox. And you can pay a million dollars, but you could be in Austin and you could be in living in a gigantic Samuels compound like you have. I know it. 
Yeah, we have a little gate out front. See? It takes a little while to get there, but yes, yeah. It's a little, it's nicer. We have to watch out for the coyotes. And yeah, there's different things that you uh, you, you do out here in Austin. It's We're a little bit out here. I, but I like that. I like that for you. I'm scared of like the stray cat on the street, but I like that for you. Monica, when did you decide and say, hey, I'm a mom. I went to the University of Texas Law School. I want to share my mom's stories and motherhood. And then the book came first. The book came after my, when I was pregnant with my second child, I decided, you know what? I'm going to stay home with him for a while. I was at a big law firm. I had practiced environmental immigration law. It was pretty intense. And I had an older child who one day my sister was talking to me and she, she was trying to compliment me. But what she said is, you know, Monica, you're kind of like his nice aunt. You throw nice parties for him. You got him nice presents. But I wasn't going to spend a lot of time with him. So when I had my second child, I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to stay home with this one and then go back to work. That it, it was very fulfilling. But in about a year into that, I thought, you know, I want to also do something else. So I had a friend who was a Wall Street Journal reporter and we decided to write a book about how you stay home for a while and go back. Like how you how you segue into back into work. Okay, so the book, which is you right here, Comeback Moms, mm -hmm. which it, it has Comeback Moms, How to Leave Work, Raise Children, and Jumpstart Your Career, even if you haven't had a job in years, is out now. It came out, and I heard a rumor through the grapevine that it really translated and resonated with a lot of moms. You heard from a lot of people who you were telling their story or giving permission for them to feel the way that they felt. Because what I hear from all my female friends is, you're allowed to feel all sorts of feelings as a mom. There's a lot of guilt and pressure that's put onto moms to be perfect. Oh, absolutely. So, so what we did is JC and I, we, we interviewed a hundred moms around the country and it was very eye-opening because for them and us, because first of all, a lot of them decided, you know what, I'm going to stand with my kid when he's a baby. That's the most important time. But then later on, the older mom said, no, I should have stayed with him when he was in middle school. That's actually the time that I needed to be home. So they learned a lot of things, but we learned a lot of things, too. So we asked them, who was your worst boss as a mom? Who was the most difficult person? And almost always it was some woman. And so then JC and I were thinking, are we writing the wrong book? Should we write about how women are not being supportive of other women in the workforce? Because, yeah, it's a challenge. I mean, being a mom and, and navigating work and motherhood and then, you know, later on uh, when they grow up and hopefully if you're, was always said in Comeback Moms, if you're a successful mom, your child will move on later and you'll, so you'll always be a Comeback Mom because if your kids are still at home when they're 30, then whatever. <laughs> I hear you. I no more I and listen, they could come back and then they leave and they could come back and that you, when you're a mom, you're always, I tell my mother all the time. I'll never forget my brother is a police officer. And besides me doing singing and podcasts, I'm a teacher. And I wish more moms stayed at home with their my fifth grade students. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> but my, my mother said, when you both had jobs and got health insurance and moved out, I felt like my job was done. And I said, it's never going to be done. <laughs> That's right. That is so, yes, that is true. Very true. <laughs> Sometimes we always need that phone call. We always need that mom, little bit of mom moments in our life. So a book is one thing and the book came out and the book is still available, everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
get the book, listen to the book, give the book to a friend who is a working, I, I talked about my sister-in-law before I was coming on. She's a marketing director for Facebook. I know that she's nervous about a big career, pregnancy, telling your boss, having a baby and making it all work. What advice do you give to people when they're planning to have a family and a career? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I think you just, you just try to strategize it like you would in your career. I mean, you, you strategize your career. Strategize your life and just think about what what do I want out of life if you want children and a home and and that sort of thing you pretty much have to say okay you know what I'm gonna have a different kind of career I am going to have a job where I can stay home a little bit and stay with my kids I'm not going to be a lawyer at a big law firm like that's what I was trying to do so you just use more strategy too but we believe, come back mom, that women's careers are going to be different than men's. Our trajectory is going to be different. We're going to be big successes we're in our 50s and 60s. That may be the top of our career life, not when we're 30. And do you feel, and I, I don't mean to I'm sure, to be rude about this question to all, my, all the women out there. Uh-oh, that's always a bad... Do you feel as a as a mom that you have to compromise something? You can't have it all. And, and is that something that is a debate internally? Because as men, we are so naive and dumb, men are dumb, to to the plight of and beauty that are women and the, what is the beauty of motherhood and, and a family. And I always say this, when it's Thanksgiving dinner, me and my brother were trained to get up and help clean the table because my mother worked, you know, like my dad worked and my mother worked. Why does she have to do all of it? We, we have such mm -hmm. gender roles in this world. Do you feel like you had to compromise something? Yeah, you yeah. really, you do. And my, my friends, friends, my mom friends and I've talked about that. Men, even the most feminist men who are so supportive of their wives and, and say that they are, and in their hearts really feel that they are, a lot of times they don't pitch in in the end. Like, like they, they don't, don't know, know who the pediatrician is or yeah, he just had his vaccinations. You don't need to go get him again or whatever. Right. They don't even involve themselves. So when you take on a career, you're basically doing everything right. uh, still. And that's generationally, I think that's getting better because I see younger men who actually are pitching in and helping. But my generation and around that age, yeah, you have to compromise some things because Hey, you can't be a high-powered law lawyer, good law firm partner, and have you know the kids all were well adjusted and great, and you know they ended up at Harvard where you were all helping or whatever your dream school for them and move on. So yeah, you do have to compromise, but it's not. I, I understand, and it's the most fulfilling, hardest job in the world to be a mom. Do you? Do you? How old are your kids, if you don't mind me asking? My oldest son is 27, okay. and my youngest son is 22. Okay. And he tells me, sometimes he tells me that he's an adult and I should mind my own business. And other times he calls me and he needs help. <laughs> so 
know, like, I, like, how do I make a doctor's appointment or, you know? Yeah. I'll never forget a therapist saying when you have kids, you don't want them to go through pain, but your job is to teach them how to go through it healthy. It's, it's not to just shield them from the world. You want them to grow and go. And right. Yes. So you're home, your, your kids are 22 and 27. You, yeah, you write yeah. a book, you become a social media influencer. If you meant to or not uh, on Instagram, you could follow inside the mom's club. Uh, I did today and, and on Instagram and, and, and all of this. And then you say, we're going to start a podcast. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk to moms. How did that transition happy, happen? And how was the learning experience to produce a podcast for you? Well, it was it was really interesting because I'd written a book. So I'd gone through that whole experience. And my co-author, she's at heart an author. That's her deal. She was a, she was a Wall Street Journal reporter. She writes other books. She wrote a book called The Dallas Women's Guide to Gold Digging with Pride that Showtime <laughs> bought. I mean she's she's that's writing is totally her thing podcasting and being on video and it was not her thing so we started out with a podcast about comeback the book comeback moms but it became very clear very fast that jc didn't really want to do a podcast and when we would look at the video afterwards it's like it looks like i'm holding jc hostage it doesn't look like she's enjoying herself so we thought more deeply about it and realized, hey, I have a really close relationship with my mom friends. There's five of us. We are very tight. We do everything together. Our kids graduated. Now, now two of them are dating and may eventually get married. We're all waiting to see what happens with that relationship. Um, you know, what we we travel together, we go, we experience, you know, each other's ups and downs, divorces, and you know illnesses and things, but we're real close. And I thought, you know, that's what women do. Women support each other as, as moms, we supported each other and through life, we're supporting each other. And, and my mom had a, she called it the bridge club. They played bridge once, but forever they were the bridge club, but they met through their kids and they were the mom's club. Right. So the show really became about the support that mom, that women give each other as moms, but really women in general. I mean, they're, they just, you know, there's sororities and there's, you know, Mahjong clubs. I mean, there's ways that women just, just bond. And so a lot of it had to do with that and doing the podcast, it really grew. I mean, it started out, I was doing it in, you know, my game room upstairs and now we travel to Los Angeles and we do the show out there. We've gotten to do some cool things like, you know, we went to dancing with the stars um, Harry Ann and Abba, I, I confess I'm the worst dancer in the world. I mean, that's a thing. I, the fact that you're the, the connection to Broadway and everything, I love the theater. I'm actually a really good actress, if you want to know the truth, but I can't sing to save my life. And I'm the worst dancer in the world. So the fact that we went to Dancing with the Stars and that she even would speak to me was amazing. But it, so we went there, we got to do that. That was cool. We've, we've gone to the MS Gala and been on the red carpet. We've done some very cool, fun things together as part of the show. So we've had some great guests and we've done some things that we kind of hope that moms and women out there are living vicariously through us because uh, even I even had a connection with Derek Huff. He even commented on one of my posts about what a terrible dancer I am. So <laughs> well, see, you, you want to get his attention, go tell him that you need some dance lessons. And that, that's it. Yeah. Well, if, you, if people are listening to us and they don't, they don't, they don't watch us, or if you're watching us and see us on, on YouTube right now, it's inside the club.com. It's just inside the moms, M-O-M-M-M-O-M-S club. 
com, And um, it's a podcast for moms who need to laugh. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you would have tens of thousands of people listening and following and watching the hijinks of you and your, these are your real life girlfriends on the show. With oh you. yeah. 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 No, we never did. At, no, at one point when all this was starting to take off, somebody came to us and said, Hey, maybe you should could have a reality show. And I'm like, yes, that would be, well, between us, I don't know that talk about friendships. That would be like, I don't know. I don't know how that would go, but, um, but yeah, we, we just can't even imagine the way this has taken off. They've, it's been fun too. And I'm writing another book. I'm working on another book proposal about my experience as the team mom for my son's baseball team from the time he was in T-ball all the way up to, he played in college a very little bit. He finally said, I can't do this anymore. But I was one of those, I was one of those parents, I hate to say. So kind of pushed him a little bit here and there. Um, yeah. When, when he was nine, he came to me and he, he had a catching instructor, a hitting instructor, a speed coach. I forgot all the people that he, and he did come to me finally. And he said he thought he was a bit overscheduled. So <laughs> I, I, the book is about that. It's like, don't be me. Don't do that. I understand that as well, though. You know, it's so funny. I, I, I get to experience kids and I get to experience a lot of moms as a teacher, mm -hmm. but a lot of it is about relationships and family and and community because I'm sure with jobs it, it it takes a village I'm sure it was not just there were people that helped you raise your children and you hear people who need help having their children be raised how important is it to find a community of girlfriends that are moms that you relate to like the podcast but also people to help you when you have to go to work and your kids are sick and life is hard and and what what kind of advice do you, do you give moms it's it's extremely important. And I would just say, don't hesitate to ask people for their advice, for help when you need it, because we all relate. I mean, if someone comes to you and says they need help, don't be don't be afraid to ask for the help and always and just connect with other people. Listen to them, get their advice. If you're going through a crisis. You know, share it with some people and see what see what input they can give you. Don't be afraid of that. And I kind of feel like the previous generation didn't do that as much. They kind of kept it all in themselves because they were there was a, a stigma to, you know, yeah, my kid is really a problem. So um, it's different now. So that's the good. That's that's a good part. And that's what I would suggest. Well, you know what I find? Of course, she's a good actress, everybody. She's a lawyer. You know, that's <laughs> when I left the performing arts at 18, I went to be, I was a poli sci major because I thought, what's the next thing compared to acting is being a politician. Same thing with being a lawyer. You know, you're <laughs> exactly. Well, actually I went to, I went to law school with an aide to uh, Bill Clinton and he is, one of his famous quotes was that, uh, Washington is Hollywood for ugly people. So <laughs> see, that's, yeah. that's a great line. I'm stealing mm -hmm. that. When you, your podcast, I, I was looking, you had some very big fancy guests on your show. You have spoken to some very famous people, people that you have, you, you listening have known if it's Melissa Gilbert, if, it, if it's all these people that are iconic in, in terms of it, do you find when you talk to them, I know for my own podcast, it kind of humanizes them. Even if you're on a TV show, their moms or their families, they're just trying to figure it out just like everyone else. It humanizes them a lot. So, for example, we interviewed Taylor Dane, and it was shortly after the pandemic, and our kids graduated in 2020. 
and her twins graduated in 2020. So we were all going through the same thing of having kids that had no prom, had no graduation, you know, had some crazy drive-through graduation, were like incarcerated basically in their dorms the first year of college. All those kids were going through anxiety and a lot of issues. And talking to her in that interview, it just became a bunch of moms talking about, yeah, this is hard and we feel for our kids. And what can we do to make their lives better? You know, how do we how do we help them through this? So, yeah, it really does do that. It humanizes them a lot. We have an interview coming out. We actually, Janine Turner, we had a live show that we did with her and that'll be out on January 29th. She was, you know, sharing us the story of being a single mom and making that decision career-wise, you know, whether to take her daughter and live in L.A. and do the L.A. thing, or she stayed in Texas and tried to, you know, work her career that way. But it was very humanizing. She's a, she's great. She's not intimidating at all. Very nice person. Melissa Gilbert, same thing. Um, yeah, it really does. I mean, I think that the biggest thing you learn is like, they're all people. Everyone is a person. And so, you know, no one should intimidate anybody. We should just relate to each other. I am obsessed with A, Taylor Dane turns my show down all the time. So kudos to you. Come oh. on, Monica Samuels. B, and come on, Taylor Dane. B, I think that's what's important is that I, I want to, you travel, you do shows in Los, you go around and do your podcast around the country. The, yes. So we start out right now. We do it in a studio in Los Angeles. Well, we just started our live shows. And honestly, that was we did what our first live show was in November, but it's going to come out here in a couple of weeks. I have to say, I was really scared to death. Like, it's one thing to talk to the camera and do a podcast the way we do it. It was another thing to sit in front of a room full of people and basically have to perform. And it went great. It actually went better. It was more fun and it was better in some ways than sitting in the studio and doing the podcast. So now the show is going to go on the road. We are going to do a lot of our shows live in different cities. Our ne The next city we've got planned is Dallas, but we're going to move around the country. We've got some ideas in Washington, D.C. And um, yeah, so we're going to meet the moms directly, which is which is really great because you know, after we did that show, we talked to all these women who everyone could relate to each other. You just met a whole bunch of new friends. Yes. You expanded the village. So, yeah, we're very excited about that. Well, you got to go to InsideTheMomsClub.com because I'm sure you'll update it there on Argo on Instagram at InsideTheMomsClub so that you can see where you're going to be. Oh, when you're in New York or I split my time in Detroit, wherever you are going to be, I need to come. I need to come see this live. We would love that. Absolutely love that. I, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about all the moms. I need you all to, I, I'm engaged. I, I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. My partner is in Detroit. Do you know today, Monica, I found out that 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 queer couples have bridal showers called okay. wedding showers. Ah, cool. I see, I, I'm not a good, a trained house cat here, Monica. I don't know these things. I, I, I somebody better go out and buy me a walk. I'm ready for well, my shower. You ha have you done your registry? No. That's tricky. That's I, when you really just started to decide, can I live with this person? <laughs> because you start picking the China and you realize, 
he that's got the worst taste or he thinks I have the worst taste or we this, both it's like, it's like I don't mean to turn this about me but I need your advice because yes. in my head you're a very stately southern belle of a woman and you are very you are probably you know all the etiquette and my Darius it, I call him the Martha Stewart of Detroit. You know, he loves coasters. He doesn't like paper plates. He is very stately. You know, his he, there's rules and etiquette about how you put out a, a, a registry and how you invite people to parties. And I'm a trashy Jersey Italian guy who, you know, is drinking my Diet Coke and I'm here just with, you know, so... I need them. I may need you as my my mom's surrogate to give me some class, Monica. You you may need a yeah. You might need to hey, <laughs> get my number. Text me when you you. I'll help you out there. The, the real issue is you know do you do you stay in your lane? So I love that he loves coasters. Oh my gosh, I have a collection, and that he's very proper and all that. So yes. if you stay in your lane, then it's probably gonna be fine. But if you suddenly decide. I really care about what the charcuterie board is going to look like at our next get together. That's when friction starts. So just, but yeah, you're welcome to contact me. I'll be your, I know you got your own mom, but Hey, I'll be your backup mom. But yes, deal. Happy house, happy spouse. I, that's how it's going to be. I, um, I'm so interested. I have them all saved on my list. I'm going to start watching and listening to the podcast. I know that it's from it's moms in the title, but anyone looking for entertainment, anyone who's going through child rearing, house relationships, life in general, this is not a show just for women and, and people who are mothers. Anyone can get right. something out of it. Absolutely. And we invite everyone but our own children to listen because oh. we don't hear from them later. Because <laughs> every once in a while we talk about them. What do they think of this? What do your sons think of this? Actually, they like it. Although I will say when you, at the beginning of the show, you're talking about having a lawyer as a mom. So my son, like I said, he inherited that lawyer gene. I don't know what it was. I said something on a podcast. I didn't even think he was listening. And a little clip of it showed up on the Instagram. And the next thing I know, there's a comment from him that says, I believe I have a suit for defamation here. <laughs> so I said, so I responded you need to study your law because truth is a defense to defamation. So, but yeah, so I'm, a, you know, I'm, I don't, I'm careful about what I say. I'm more careful because I'm a lawyer. I was like, I always use the word the ale allegedly. If you throw that in front of everything, you can pretty much get away with everything. So just remember that. Perfect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, the other kids, some of them, like my co-host, Julie, her kids, watch every little thing about it. They listen to the show. They they look at every Instagram post. They have thoughts about it. They get upset if their name isn't mentioned, but the dogs is. And I, so they're very, they're watching very closely. So every kid has a different reaction to it. My uh, yes. oldest son couldn't give a rip. He doesn't care. But. Well, that's funny. I, 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 a lot of the housewives have done this show where I've seen them at different events at, at the Real Housewives of Wherever. And some of their kids are very active and some of them want nothing to do with it. I find it so funny. Speaking of reality shows, you are, re this is a reality show, Monica. These moms. Yeah, I really, yeah, it kind of is. Well, for example, I'll give you a little heads up of some future event. So Julie and I are going to go do our shows in LA next week and her birthday's coming up. So we are flying from there to you, to Vegas and we're going to go to the sphere and see YouTube. So we're going to document all of that. So yeah, there's, there's a, I'm excited about it. 
when, but we, when, we do stuff like that. We went to Positano last summer. It was really cool. Do you like creating content? Do you like filming videos? Do you like posting? Do you like, are you in, do you love social media or do you just do it as a necessary evil? I kind of start, I, it's kind of a mixed bag for me because I like to do, so I do these funny little videos that my producer loves and I love that. I like to be fun and funny and kind of make fun of myself. So like I, I did one that's on Instagram, if you see it. I did it. I saw the beauty hacks on TikTok and I thought, okay, I'm going to do a beauty hack. So I put painter's tape all over my face and said, this is the new um, facial or, or facelift. So, you know, I just try to do funny things that hopefully entertain people. So if you look at our Instagram, we inform people, we entertain people. And, you know, and lately I've been uh, promoting some, some products too, like a bath scale. It's, you know, it's, it's after the first of the year, it's diet time. So I saw, so you can go on Instagram, buy a scale, support the moms and you, you, you Lose are, my, and you're my goals, Monica. I love this story. Look, I love podcasting because it's a great way to build community. And I, and I don't even listen to podcasts and I have one until I started one. And then I realized like, oh my God, people really are out here listening and it amazes me. Oh, they are. Well, I don't know if you've ever had this experience. I had a, I had someone pick me up at the airport and they said, oh yeah, listen to your show. And then they asked me a question that related to something I'd said in the show. I'd forgotten. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like, they was like, how's the such and such going? And I thought, what, what thing? <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it is, it is interesting. Well, I'm going to be telling my mother who just learned how to Google podcast. So she could say, Hey, Google, play inside the mom's club. We just taught her this. This is a big oh, good. step. Good, good, good. So I'll make sure to add it to her playlist as well so she could listen because she will get a kick out of you all. Absolutely. And I'm going to be in Vegas. Maybe we're going to be in Vegas at the same time. I may have to give you a hug. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we'll exchange notes. Uh, yes. I do have to help you with that that registry. I'm a little worried here. I'm, I'm worried. I literally said to him, you know, I, I had my straight wedding, the one that didn't count, was I, I was I said to him, I this is your baby because you are the one. You pick a color, pick a place. I don't want to be a typical man and not be involved, but I don't want to give my opinion. I want to help. So my job was to create a spreadsheet of venues, how much they cost, where they are, but I'm not picking one. I'm just organizing. Mm -hmm. And then everything else go. That seems like a safe space where the problem is if he does do something and you're there and you look at it and you say, or you're not enthusiastic. <laughs> and you know, like, our, biggest, our biggest fights are, I don't push my chair in at the table after I'm, Monica, <laughs> busy time here in this world. No, I get it. Yeah, well, well. <laughs> My husband, when I first met him, that on a very first date, he he put the sugar or whatever in the tea and stirred it, and then he licked his spoon. And I thought, I'm not sure I can deal with this, <laughs> but we fixed it, so he was fixable. Now he's terrific. See, and now he doesn't do that anymore. I always say, I can take a note. I'm an actor. Give me a note, and I. 
Monica, I'm, I'm going to need you on speed dial. And I'm going to need everybody who's listening to us to go to Instagram right now, follow Inside the Moms Club, and then go to www.insidethemomsclub.com. You can go grab a book, grab the book, Come Back Moms, How to Leave Work, Raise Children, and Jumpstart Your Career. Even if you haven't had a job in years, so you could and buy a copy to give away to somebody. Mother's Day is coming up or Valentine's Day, your partner. Support moms, support moms who want it all. Absolutely. Monica, you're a star and I'm so excited to have talked to you and I can't wait to uh, for this journey and to see you guys just shoot up with success. I'm so happy for you all. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I hope to meet you soon. Me too. I can't wait. I need a big mom hug. I'll but, give it to you and say hi to your mom for me. We're for all moms everywhere. I look forward to having her join the moms club. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.